0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast of Everything and Anything. And I'm your host, Russell. And we have a great guest coming up for you right now. And it's Lawrence Cruz. And how are you, Lawrence Cruz? (laughs) I'm good, Russell. How are you? I'm doing fine. I know. Great. Thank you for being a guest on this podcast. Of course. Yeah.
1: It's been a you while since me. I uh, since we've uh, like seen each other, so I was happy to happy to swing on by.
0: I know exactly, exactly. <clears throat> um, I always want more guests to be on this podcast. I want to promote people, you know, that are doing great things. And Lawrence is doing amazing things. Um, <laughs> we used to work together. Um, he does everything, <clears throat> you know, from engineering to Hand dancing. Anything. Yeah, and anything basically, <clears throat> uh, from dancing to singing uh, to DJing, to photography. Um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, that's not a lie. I I do, I do all that stuff, but I sort of stopped on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of put a hold on the dancing and the singing stuff, for a bit. <laughs> but, uh, I definitely, if whenever there's a party or if there's karaoke, I'm always, I'm always game. So, Exactly,
0: Uh, I I do miss
1: those moves for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm a software engineer at Squarespace. Yeah, as Russell said, you know we're we're, we used to work together at Squarespace. Um, I'm still at Squarespace uh, as a software engineer, and uh, I'm from New York City. Uh, Squarespace is based in New York City, so I've been here for a bit. And um, yeah it's been a it's been a fun ride uh, and when I'm not you know writing code uh, I'm trying to step up my game in, in terms of uh, photography and I'm really trying to get my <clears throat> my photography and my portfolio out there um, for people to see I really it's something I really enjoy and it sort of complements uh, with Squarespace because like I'm, I could basically take all my photos and use Squarespace to as like my online portfolio to showcase my stuff. So it's been, it's been really cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I love that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, Yeah, uh, We could definitely talk about it more, uh, but I kind of want to go back a little bit and like, where, where did you uh, start your first, like kind of like entrepreneurial, you know, spirit type of deal? What was it kind of like your first thing that you did like um,
1: in the past? Hmm. I think, oh, so I, when I first started, even before Squarespace, yeah. um, the whole this whole sort of attitude of entrepreneurship really started with um, website building. I was I was building a lot of websites for uh, a lot of people, specifically in my building, in my apartment building, and the dem- the demographic of my building is pretty much folks who aren't really familiar with technology or. Right. Or familiar with how websites are built, like they're just like working class folks um, who are just trying to get their side business out there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I I really tried to promote myself as someone who could showcase, uh, you know, someone who's really working hard out there uh, on whatever it is they were doing. For example, I built a lot of what web- I built some websites for like a moving company there, there's a guy that worked at my building who it's called Pat's moving and storage. Yeah. Um, like a, a amazing guy. And it's not really his role to, to know how to make a website or to know like how to right. sort of, you know, all the technological you know, idiosyncrasies of, of making websites, you know, he, he doesn't really have time for that. So he, he hired me to do that stuff. And, um, I really tried to promote myself as like a website builder. I could, I could get your I could get your business out there. And, uh, and that was really fun. Uh, there were times of stress, uh, especially when you specifically, when you work with folks who aren't super familiar with stuff, they'll, they'll ask a lot of, you know, a lot of questions um like you know which may or, which are in our eyes s- simple questions right. but for them they're they're amazed when they see a photo of them on a website like that's yeah. su- like these days it's that's such a small thing to a lot of people but for a lot of folks out there who aren't so familiar with uh website building like it, it really is a huge win for them when they're able to see their picture online and it makes them feel good and so that's sort of like the that's sort of like why i like doing that stuff
0: oh that's great when when, when was that it was like uh, like 10 years ago unless when you first started uh, or?
1: i would say about five mm. five or six years ago yeah nice. nice um i was doing it a lot as soon as i graduated from college mm-hmm. um uh Ironically, I wasn't using Squarespace. I was actually using like WordPress and or building it from scratch. Yeah. Um and so I found out about Squarespace much later. Um and eventually got hired there as a customer service rep. And then right. and then so everything sort of wrote itself out after that. Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. That's like <laughs> yeah, just like yeah,
0: some people get are, are not very familiar with it so like anytime you know like you said a picture pops up that's them they're all yeah like super excited i'm, I'm always excited yeah to see like
1: I, yeah it's 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 kind of surreal like i i even recently i i'm still sort of doing that where i'm still sort of making websites for folks yeah. in my building just recently i i i showed them a web page that i made uh And it was like a picture of them on the page and they were, their whole face lit up. Like it was, it was just like, like we take those things for granted, like of how meaningful, like these sort of little things that are Um, like his whole face lit up. And it's, it, he thought that was like such an amazing thing. And he, and there's a, there's a level of like, I don't know, victory and like hope for, for, for that person when, you know, when they're able to see something come to a reality. Right. Even, right. even if it's as small as having, you know, a picture and like a small body of text on a web page about them, it shows them that their business is, you know, it's, it, it's a real thing.
0: Right. So. Right. Exactly. And then it gives them kind of like a voice on their internet as well. Exactly. So like, Hey, yeah. I'm here on the internet, you know, you can actually find me type of deal you know yeah yeah for sure cool cool and then um so you said you were building websites was there anything else that you did um as well before the photography
1: um that was mainly it Mm -hmm. um it was was really just the website building yeah um i did like try to sort of showcase like like i tried to get like Last summer I tried to get back into dancing and making my own choreography. I think we, I think I was, you were around when I was sort of like discussing this stuff. Yeah, I think Um, so, yeah. (laughs) I basically wanted to get back into choreography and rent out a studio, you know, make a website uh, with just videos of me dancing um, and then eventually make some sort of Uh, like, a video project with a bunch of my friends, and we're all doing, like, a a piece that that I would choreograph. That's still something that I very much want to do. I ended up, you know, at Squarespace, you know, I was moving up in my career there, and like, work sort of got in the way, and then um, and then, like, with the photography stuff, like, that's something that I really enjoyed doing. It's not that I didn't enjoy dancing. Right, right. But with photography, there's a level of, like, conveniency with it. Like, I could bring my camera anywhere and sort of do whatever I want and take pictures. Whereas, like, dancing, you need to, like, rent out a studio. You need to really think methodically about, like, choreography. And it's really fun, and it's something that I want to get back into, you know, later down the road. But uh, for now, it's that's one of those things where, like, I put on the shelf for a bit. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's okay too. I think some people just that, like, that's been my whole life. of just like, I've always been curious about a lot of things and I always tried anything. Uh, well, that's good. That's definitely yeah, good. You I, know? I always tried anything specifically artistic. I tried to do everything. Um, and if it's something that I didn't really see myself doing for a long time, then, you know, I put it on the shelf and if ever I want to go back to it, then, you know, I can go back to it. But, I think that's okay too. I think, um, and I think it's okay to sort of move your focus elsewhere.
0: I feel like sometimes that's missing in people, and people yeah. you know, are just like robots, and just like I'm going to work, and then just you know go home, and that's it. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. You know? I always like I always try to tell. I have my like I have a lot of peers and friends who are like, yeah. you know, as soon as they got their nine to five job, that was it. Like they didn't. Right. It was like they didn't. You know develop a hobby they didn't pick up anything um other than like they would just work uh, and then once it would hit the weekend they would just watch tv and you know drink or like go to the bars and just like you know you know that's fine if like to me personally like yeah if you want to live life that way uh, you know that's fine but um but for me that that doesn't really work out for me because I love just I just love trying things and i i think I think it's so important to just have a hobby I think everyone should just have a hobby I, I, right yeah I'll go as far as to say, to say like you' its you know life is sort of like useless if like you don't develop any sort of like thing that you just want to do for fun right. um and like that's always been sort of like my attitude for pretty much all my life and you know I think it allowed me to sort of be Curious about a bunch of stuff, like I would, you know, whether it came as dancing or singing or making websites or DJing, like I, you know, sometimes I forget I did that stuff. It's, but yeah, it was, it's, you know, it's always a fun experience, right? Yeah, I totally agree with you. And you know, just something
0: to spark your creativity side. It's just like one day I remember looking at your Instagram and <laughs> you take amazing pictures, uh, thank you, uh, you know, on Instagram. You're welcome, yeah, and um. Yeah, and then all of a sudden and you're just like, you are know, just, like, what kind of, what started all of
1: that? Um, I have a vivid memory of, like, when I was a kid. Because my older brother, um, uh, who just ran the marathon yesterday, so shout out to nice. my brother. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, my older brother, he is also a photographer. Um, and I remember when, so he's, he was in college when I was around, like, 11 years old and i remember him you know carrying the camera and then he let me try it um and i always like i like the idea of just like capturing stuff i was just taking right. like very simple photos like i think i was at the mall you know how every mall has like a fountain and that you throw coins in like i was trying to take cool pictures of like the water you know yeah. flowing and like i i you know that 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 was really cool to me i loved how it looked and I didn't think anything of it, so i I remember as far as I can remember, I've always had a interest or or a curiosity in with photography right um but yeah, I didn't really get into it until uh there was a, like there was like i think it was the summer of twenty sixteen I got really into hiking like I loved hiking, yeah. And, like, I grew up in the city, so, like, that's just a thing that I never did ever in my life. In fact, like, I remember camping when I was, like, I don't know, 13, and I just hated it because of there was, like, whether it was bugs or just there was just not. I was so distant from everything um, that the city offered. Um, But, yeah, the summer of 2016, I, like, got so into hiking. And I tried to do it every weekend and I basically, my thing was, I just wanted to take really cool pictures of the trails that I was hiking and basically just show off to my friends to, 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 to be like, you know, like, look where I am. Right. Um, Right. But Which we was, were all jealous, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my goal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make everyone like feel bad. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Just yeah. kidding. But um no, I like I, I loved uh, there was something about because I, I did it during the summer and into the fall. And obviously when you see trees like the foliage and like the, the 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 leaves changing, everything. It's like it's you know, it's cliche, but like it's really cool to look like to look at. Like yeah. it's it's a very aesthetic aesthetically pleasing thing to look at when it comes to like um you know, the leaves changing and like all the leaves on the floor and just like silence and you're just completely away from the city and there's a there's a level of isolation that's that really appealed to me. Right. And Uh, I'm, I've always been someone who tried to put like memories in like a, in a metaphorical like pocket. And one way to do that was through pictures. Um, and so I would, you know, I, I didn't really have a, like a a professional DSLR. So I just used my phone to take, you know, I, it wasn't just like a selfie or it wasn't just like a really quick photo like i i I used the phone to actually take like you know i tried to take really good pictures with a phone so i started off trying to be like a photographer with just my iphone um and i remember just posting one picture up on instagram uh of a of a trail it's called mount tammany yeah um it's in uh pennsylvania uh i did it the the fall of 2016 and um yeah i took this really cool photo from like the top of the mountain and uh i got a huge reception to it once i posted it like everyone liked it and from there i just there was a sense of like man people really like like this stuff and like looking at you know people travel and there's a sense of like yeah. Whenever you see someone cool, like whenever you see someone traveling online, like there's a level of like, man, I, you know, I want to do that,
0: but right. they, end,
1: but they end up never doing that. But for me, like I try my best to do whatever, whatever I find cool. Uh, and that goes back to the whole me trying to do anything. Like, so,
0: so yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's how,
1: so that's how, that's how it really started. Um, it really started with the hiking stuff, and then I eventually got my first DSLR that same year, um, and started taking, you know, more photos. And then I ended up taking more portrait photography. I was just like asking people around work if they just wanted a headshot, um, and I was really learning how to edit on Lightroom uh, during that time too. Um, all this, you know, I was just research and just ask other photographers, how do I do this? Like, um, I would read some stuff online about how to take really good portrait photos and everything sort of took off from there. And I, I, you know, from then on, I try to bring my camera everywhere I go for the most part. Um, that's very cool. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, it's a very convenient, but very expensive hobby. Right. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, when, when did you, when did it start being like a little bit more professional when you started creating the website?
1: Like when, when did that all happen? Um, I'd say, I'd say I'm really getting into the beginnings of the profession, Mm -hmm. the the professional sort of aspect of it. Um, I'd say really, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm still in that beginning stage of Mm -hmm. it. Um, but things sort of started to feel much more real. I don't know if maybe professional slash real are synonymous here, but it things felt more real when, um, you know, I was getting like referrals, like, oh, you're a friend of this person that you took a, like, oh, I'm a, am a, a friend of, uh, hey Lawrence, I'm a friend of this this person that you took a photo and I've been wanting to get a new res, like new headshot for my resume or my online portfolio would you be able to do that like I would I would start getting you know friends of friends like emailing me and um they you know genuine appreciation of like my photos that I put up specifically of their friends um that's when it started to feel more real when I got more when I when I wasn't asking people to if I could take a photo of them when people started asking me if they, if they could use me as like a service. So that yeah. was, yeah. That's, that's, that's <clears like throat> the best, you know,
0: getting the word of mouth and yeah. Yeah. That's like a, for you, that's like, you know, for anyone, you know, that's like a sense of accomplishment, you know, like where, you know, people are coming to you to ask you like, Hey, we want you know, you want, you know, to do stuff. And that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I said, it's, you know, <clears throat> still in the very beginning mm-hmm stages of that feeling of professionalism because i'm i'm sort of always hungry like i i always try to treat myself as like the person who doesn't know much and like i'm always sort of striving for more so even if i do feel like even if i do get a lot of praise for a photo i feel like i'll always nitpick and i'll always be like oh man i could have done this better the like light, the lighting could have been better here or um i'm always sort of criticizing myself which i you know which could be a good and a bad thing um i try to see more good in it because it sort of inspires me to like motivates me to to sort of strive for more right. um and be better and talk to more people who are better than me like i think people need to know that a, a lot of i think if you have an open mind and if you're aware of the fact that people are better than you at, at, at the same thing that you want to do, then I think that's a good attitude to have because it sort of motivates you to just not necessarily be like the, be like them, but just like makes you try to be a better photographer, a better dancer, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, just having that sort of awareness that like, that there are other folks that can do it better, better than you, and you could also learn from them.
0: That's yeah. That's uh, I totally agree with that. Um, a little bit more on the technical side. What uh, what type of camera do you have? Oh, uh, um, so Right with? now
1: I'm shooting with a. <clears throat> so I have the same body. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Sorry. Scratch that. I ended up getting a T. A T four, a Canon Rebel T four as my first DSLR in twenty sixteen. Okay, nice. um, ended up selling that and then I ended up getting a used um, Canon Rebel T five I which is the one I currently use. Cause it's right. really more a lot of the a lot of the investment goes into the lenses mm-hmm. as opposed as opposed to the body. So Got it. I've I've spent good amount of of money on just lenses um as opposed to the as opposed to the body um yeah and again it's a really expensive hobby but i think there's a huge payoff when you're able to take a photo and like you know folks appreciate it and yeah Definitely. No,
0: I totally agree with that. So when you're doing your research for all those people that are trying to get into photography, what are you really looking for in a camera? Say you had like a budget of like, I don't know, let's say $500 for your first camera. What would you say is the most important thing?
1: Uh, I would try to, <clears throat> so for me, I, I love reviews. I think mm-hmm. review, like online reviews, like video reviews, uh, I think are very helpful. Uh, So I I watch those a lot and I monitor like comments about whatever I want to go purchase. Um, And I think we're moving more towards, and when I say we, I think photographers, (laughs) they're moving more towards like being more lightweight and Mm -hmm. having things be more, um, what do you call it? Uh, Less taxing on, in terms of weight. Uh, So there's a lot of lightweight cameras out there i think the one that i'm sort of eyeing now is the fuji film Mm -hmm. um because it's very lightweight but you could sort of capture uh the same photos with like a heavier camera that i have now um that's a little longer down the line i think i'm very i'm very content with my canon right now um but yeah i'm always sort of looking to see if you know, uh, a newer, like moving on to another, uh, camera would be a better suit for me. Got it.
0: Got <laughs> it. Oh, nice. Nice. That's good. And, yeah. Um, cause I know there's always inspiring photographers, you know, trying to, um, you know, trying to get into it and, you know, just, yeah, just take better pictures and, you know, whatever they they're, they really want to take. So.
1: Yeah. So like, I mean, you know, some folks can have like the, the latest and greatest things, but Mm-hmm. They could, they could take photos that you know, you know that aren't that great. Right. Um, you know, like I won't lie. Like editing is a huge part of photography, and I think editing is a huge skill. And I think how folks edit their photos is, like you could take a you could take a a photo on a, sort of a lower level, like older camera, and still edit it. To a point where it might look better than a photo that was taken on the latest, you know, whatever camera out there. Um, so yeah, it's. I think it's. It, I think it's the way that you approach it. I think it, a lot of it has to do with, um, yeah, how you how you see things and how you how you want to frame a moment. I think that's the very fundamental thing that you need to have, regardless of. Uh, whatever type of camera that you
0: have. All right. Nice. That's good to know. Um, So in terms of photography, what do you, uh, what do you like taking pictures of and what is your specialty?
1: Um, So it's for the most part, people Um, like portrait photography is sort of um, my expertise. Uh, I love also taking like uh, street photography, uh, you know, uh, landscapes, <clears throat> whether it's, like, on a hike or just, like, walking around the city or, um, you know, people walking or, like, cabs driving by, like, uh, or taking pictures of, like, buildings. I love taking pictures of buildings, actually. That's a, that's actually a recent sort of interest of mine. Um, it's crazy because, like, we spend a lot of time, like, looking straight or looking down. Like, we, we never really look up right um and like i think one one t- one day I, I just looked up for and it, i felt like i hadn't looked up for a long time yeah um and it's amazing to see like the architecture of, of new york and it's it's really cool to look at and so yeah i i i like taking pictures of that stuff um i would say portrait photography is definitely my expertise and sort of the thing that i that uh that people seek me for yeah, um, no. my my attitude when it comes to taking pictures of people is that I specifically like working with folks who who aren't necessarily models. Like these, you know, these are just regular folks. Right. Like I don't try to fix them. I don't try to like tell them to pose in a certain way. I don't, you know, tell them to like put more makeup on or wear this or wear that. Like I try them. I sometimes like. I get the best photos when it comes, when, when it's a very impromptu, Hey, do you want to, do you want a picture of yourself today? And he or she might feel good about, uh, about him or herself. And will be like, yeah, I would love to take a photo. Um, and it's just them and like their regular, regular day to day, you know, wardrobe and, and like, there's a sense of like, human like like humanness and and reality whenever when you can take a photo like that
0: right
1: i like that i, I like seeing photos like that
0: so that's really cool that you're doing that
1: yeah for sure
0: Oh, that's cool. Um, so yeah. So if you want to get a photography and you're in the New York area <laughs> and once you get more famous, you know, you're going to be flying everywhere to take pictures, but right yeah, now yeah. it's just the New York area. <laughs> um, so if anyone wants to, you know, get pictures, portraits, um, definitely go to Lawrence cause I, I trust him. I trust him to, yeah. you know, take take care of you, you know, type of deal. So, yeah. um, just, you know, being born and raised in New York, um, I thought it would be kind of interesting to kind of get the viewpoint of someone that is actually born and raised in New York and how they see other states when they visit. Because yeah. when I was, um, you know, I was uh, born in Oregon, when I moved Not to New yeah. York, my, my viewpoint was different uh, coming from Oregon. So I kind of wanted to know a little bit like, um, you know, how you were born and raised here. And then when you, um, kind of, when you first visited a different state, like how did you see it differently then? than me. So yeah. So just a little bit more about like how you're born and raised in New York.
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, Oregon's awesome. Well, I've only really been to Portland, but yeah, (laughs) Portland's cool. Um, love the Pacific Northwest. Um, it's really cool out there. Um, (laughs) but in terms of being born and raised here, I, I, uh, I love the fact that I was born and raised here. I think, um, I tell this to a lot of people, like, I think it, it, it definitely exposed me to just so many things at a very young age. I just remember taking the subway when I was like nine years old, eight or nine years old, um, like by myself, like learning how to commute to school. Um, and yeah, there's just a level of exposure and just diversity that you see in this city. And yeah, it, it's, it's definitely been a, it's it's been like New York will always mean like everything to me because it, because I, the way that I am now and the way that I look at life and the way that I sort of approach people and I sort of wear New York as like my lens. um, And that, and what I mean by that is like, I try to, have like very simple fundamental things like have, keep an open mind, try everything and just like, you know, be nice to people, but also be aggressive when you can. Right. Um, I think those are really three things that, that I sort of three takeaways that I have from like growing up here. Um, it also allowed like the my friend groups that you know they were all they came from different, you know, different parts of the city, like their parents, you know, yeah, immigrated from, you know, different parts of the world. So I, I ended up having like a friend group that was very diverse and just like and like you see a lot of common denominators between all the all the cultures that uh that are within my friend group. Um and It's just a really cool thing. I think New York and I think New York City just allowed me to to sort of have that experience.
0: From my yeah, from my experience, you know, from Oregon. Oregon is not as diverse as New York. It's much smaller. Um uh, you know, especially Portland. It's like uh I don't know, I remember the last time just Portland itself is around five hundred thousand people. If really? you yeah, if you do the entire metropolitan area is around a million or so, but still it's very small and you know, growing up, you know, like, uh, you know, there wasn't as many cultures to be around. So, you yeah. know, like my lens is different. So when I moved to New York City, you know, the it kind of opened my eyes. And I, I lived in L.A. as well. So, you know, uh, being in larger cities, just you get to be, you know, you get to be in the cultures more. You get to meet more diverse people coming from I, all different backgrounds. And I yeah. just love that
1: part, you know. Yeah. I had no idea you lived in L.A. What part of L.A.? Yeah. Uh, Koreatown. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. <laughs> yeah, their Koreatown, like LA's Koreatown is, is legit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's much bigger than New York's. Koreatown, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of opened my eyes to that and I just love seeing people, you know, just interact with each other and, you know, and everyone comes from kind of like a common goal of just, you know, wanting to do good and, you know, wanting to, you know, be better and, you know, and just having that, you know, uh, perspective is just like an amazing thing. And I I wish, I wish more people would, you know, go out of their comfort zone to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I would, if I could explain my whole life, I I feel, I feel like most of my life has sort of been the minority. I was always sort of, yeah, I was always really the minority, even within a group of minorities. I was the minority. Yeah, Like Mm. it's like, I've always been the one that sort of didn't fit in. Um, Yeah. Because I grew up in East Harlem. Uh, Like, my childhood was all in East Harlem, and most of my friends were either Black or Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I went to elementary school, I ended up going to elementary school on the Upper East Side. Uh, And that was a completely different culture shock, because, you know, a lot of the demographic of, of, of my elementary school was, was just white. And mm. so it was just, yeah, I, I, I feel like I always sort of was never in a, it, I never really had like a, you know, I was always the minority. Like I was never yeah. in a group that, you know, like if you were to sort of like step outside, you would, you could easily sort of point me, point me out. Right. Um, but I think that was a good thing like i I love that that happened to me because yeah. it's not like I dwelled on that like whether wherever I went like I ended up becoming friends with those folks um and so I think specifically when you're a little kid like you don't really you don't that's stuff that you're not really thinking about you're really right. just thinking about oh man what games does does this guy have like or like, what can we play? Like, you're you're not really seeing that. And I think there's a level of, I think, as you get older, you should sort of still maintain that mentality of, of, of like, there's always like a sort of common denominator between different people. Um, right. Right. Exactly.
0: I agree. Um, so, what was the the first state you visited um, that you can remember um, outside of New York, and how did? You know, just how did it feel when you're outside of, a, you know, because New York is, like, totally, basically totally different than most of, you know, the United States itself.
1: I think when I was a kid, uh, I went to Bergenfield, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and all everyone in Bergen, for the most part, there's a huge Filipino population in Bergenfield. Mm. So when I went there, I was, like, that was a huge culture shock. Even though I'm Filipino, like, that yeah. was a huge culture shock because it was, like, what the heck? Like, how come none of you? And how come none of you guys are in the city with me? Like, they were all just like they were all just in Bergenfield. And yeah, yeah, I have family out there too. Um, so that was like that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to have I'm trying to think about like where did I really feel a sense of like. For the most part, whenever out, whenever I go out west, like yeah. the, like like Washington or Oregon, like there's this level of kindness that I wish was here. Mm-hmm. Like I would go on hikes out there, yeah, and everyone would say like, "Hey, how are you? Good morning," right? Like all these fundamental, simple things that are kind of nice to hear, right? But like in New York, that's just. If you say good morning to someone, then you're automatically, like, a crazy person for some reason. <laughs> right, right. Like, I, I wish there was that same level of, like, like kindness and, like, etiquette, I guess. Okay. Um, that was, like, so that's something that I always sort of, uh, that always sort of, like, resonates with me whenever I go out, like, to right. the Pacific Northwest. <laughs>
0: For me, yeah, I think because of the Pacific Pacific Northwest and just the West Coast in general, it's more of a kind of a slower lifestyle. Yeah. So, you know, they're just, you know, kind of just taking their time and, you know, doing things in New York, on the other hand, is like we got to do this, got to do that. Not saying that everyone is like mean, but they're like they know what they want to do and they got to do it. You know, type of yeah, thing. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I kind of see the contrast when I go back. Yeah, we're gonna take it easy, you know, and just relax. I'm just like we got, you know, just like coming back from New York. I'm just like, well, we got to do something, you know. Um, yeah, I so really, I weird. really
1: got that that sense of slowness and sense of like. I don't want to say settling, but, mm. but I do want to say settling when I went to San Diego. I mean, it, that's like a retirement right. like, place. Like, people retire there. Yeah. So I guess that's why I got that sense. But I, I remember going with a friend to, like, a, a taco, a taco spot in San Diego and just, like, talking to a few locals. <laughs> and he was explaining to me that, like, people are okay with with life like that where it's just slow and they're going to work at the surf shop and for the rest of their life and um they're going to eat tacos at this same place all the time and right. they're gonna, they're going to go surf and they're going to go to the beach like they're okay with that lifestyle and that you know I don't think that's like I don't think that's wrong I think that's right. you know if you if people know what they want to do that's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but like you said, there's a huge contrast when you head over to the East coast, specifically to like New York city or just any city. But um, there's always a level of like, I got to do something. I got to do something. I need to do something in order to live. Right. Um, for me, I've, I feel like I've specifically in this time of my life, I'm trying to find the balance between the two because like, I think it's okay to just like take a break and just like, and if you want to have that sense of, like, settling and just slow down, then you should, you should definitely slow down. Yeah. But, but for me, I don't want to get too comfortable. Um, that's why I'm always sort of striving for more. And I feel like that's when my New York City attitude kicks in. Um, and I try to be more aggressive when it comes to getting things that I want or learning things that I want to do. But I definitely feel like I know, I know when to take a break and when to isolate myself and just chill. Uh, I think having that balance is, is is a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think it's the balance thing that you know um, we forget. You know, one person is on the other side, and another person is the other side. But if you come to a balance, I think that your life would be just a little bit more on the neutral side, and yeah. you feel less. Because if you're too much stress on the on the right side, you get a lot of anxiety built yeah, up and yeah. you know you don't live a very good quality of life because you're so stressed out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um but if you're too the relaxed side, then you don't get anything done. You know, yeah. so it's like being on the you know, more more on the neutral side and being balancing yourself out. So I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, what what, what sure. do you think are some of the <laughs> um misconceptions when people come to New
1: York? You know, that you have to that you have to like be a workaholic, that you have to... I mean, yeah. Yes, you should... If you're coming to New York, yeah, you should have the mentality and the predisposition to work really hard right. and, like, really hustle. Like, yes, that's a given. But I think a misconception is that you always have to be like that 24-7. Mm. I think if you're... And I don't think that's true. I think people need to chill out sometimes and just, like, know when to people need to be aware of when they can't do anything anymore. And I think that's, and I think that's, that takes, that's a, that's a skill really to just be aware of, of your limits. Um, And I think people have this idea of New York that is that you always have to reach for the stars that you always have to, you know, do more than your capacity, do more than the capacity. But yeah, like having that attitude is good. Um, but never to a point where you burn yourself out. I think that's why people ultimately don't like being in the city, uh, is because they just put a lot of this stress on themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, when there are a lot of ways and a lot of pockets of opportunity where you could take in between the stress to sort of help you, uh, relax and have perspective and, Try to gain back a healthy mindset. Um, it's definitely possible. It's hard, but... Another right. one is, like, that New York stinks all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, there are definitely parts that really smell really terrible. But, <laughs> but I feel like if you go more... I don't know. There's definitely some scenic parts that are... That could... Where you can get a nice... Yeah. Nice air.
0: <laughs> do you do you really, like... I think one thing, like, um is kind of interesting to me is, like, when a lot of people would say, like, uh New York is, like, does it have any trees? Yeah. And it's just, like, oh, I mean, like, it does have a lot of trees like other states do or other yeah. cities do, but
1: it does have trees. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that's another thing I want to, like, do, yeah. you can you might need a car or you can take the Metro North. Mm -hmm. There are ways to get out of the city. If you're looking for that, for a level of like, like scenery and just like scenic views, you're, we're 45 minutes away from like breakneck Ridge or, you know, up the Hudson and you can see the most beautiful stuff out there. Um, You can go up. Yeah. You can go up to like cold springs and like, you're in another town, which is just like 40 minutes away from the city. Um, and it's a lot more relaxed and it's a nice escape. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a misconception there is that once you leave your home and go to the city, that you're never going to have that sense of relaxation again. And that's, right. That's just not true.
0: Right. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, outside of New York city, I think it's just like a lot of other towns, you know, like, um, out of, you know, uh, in other states, you know, like, it's just, like, they're small towns, and, you know, there's people that just, like, live there every day and do their thing, and New York City is just kind of, like, just its own pocket, but if you go outside of it, it's just like any other place, and New York yeah. is not just, New York
1: State is not just New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try yeah. to keep a huge balance. Mm-hmm. I love the city. I love being in the city. When I'm in the city, I love it. I love And I I do have that working mentality of like, you know, always thinking about my hustle and always thinking about, you know, who my next client is going to be. But like I said, I have an awareness of myself of when I need to take a break. And I usually try to do something on the weekend to like leave the city um, for a bit, whether it's like drive to like a trail in either New Jersey or up the Hudson in New York, like there's a lot of cool spots um, around the city that, that are just where you can have that sense of relaxation.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I think one, one uh, more uh, misconception that I, um, received when I, when I first was thinking of moving to New York was a lot of people said that is very dangerous. Oh yeah. You know, and it's just like, (laughs) you know, like maybe seeing from movies, I don't know, or, or TV shows or something, a lot of my families were like, you really want to move to New York? Uh, you know, we heard it's dangerous, and you know, we know, you know, it's you know, we don't know what's going to happen to you, and then just living here and kind of, like, understanding how New York City operates, you know,
1: yeah, of course, there are certain pockets of yeah, areas are, that are dangerous. I was say, yeah, there yeah. are absolutely spots that, that are definitely, like, you definitely don't want to be walking alone.
0: Right, um, right.
1: But it's... But to me, it's
0: like, that's anywhere. That, is, that um, that's could anywhere. be anywhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's there's spots in Portland where you don't want to, you know, where you don't want to be at night. There's spots in L.A. where you definitely don't want to be at night, you know. And it's just like, um, yeah, it's just a huge misconception, you know. Like, the city yeah. is large. I think people forget about that. Yeah. And so, you know, they they think, like, the entire city is dangerous or something. Like, you shouldn't be outside at night. You know, uh, at all, you know, type of deal, and it's just like uh, that's totally a
1: misconception from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I uh, there's a, there, I bet there's a huge list of misconceptions. We're definitely missing a lot, but yeah, I think if you want to move to New York City and it's in your gut, you should do it. Right. You definitely should do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. What What are some of the
0: things like uh, a first timer should do in New York? Honestly, I think.
1: Folks should go uptown mm-hmm. i think for a lot for a lot of i know a lot of people yeah um specifically at work where they think where 14th street is like the highest they've ever gone yeah, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> and i that's that's like that's nuts to me yeah yeah um yeah I, I i would say like go there's a bunch of like stuff to do up uptown and like in harlem or even in the Bronx, like the Bronx is like another world. Like the Bronx has, if you really want some good, like Jamaican oxtail, like the Bronx is where to be like really expand your palate as far as like, you know, even if it takes you, you know, more than 40 minutes to get there, it's definitely well worth it. Uh, There's also stuff like city Island um, where you can get really good seafood. It's this Island that's just off near the Bronx um get really good seafood up there. Like for me like that's the stuff that I that I that I would do if I had like whenever I have family over. Um yeah. obviously I'm going to take them to Times Square. I'm going to take them to the places where they see on TV. But yeah. I'll end up ultimately taking them to spots that mean things to me, um whether it's like the park that's near my apartment in Harlem or you know, driving or taking the train up to the Bronx to get like Jamaican food or going to city Island or going to, I won't even be in the city. Like we'll just drive up to a, to a trail, uh, like 45 minutes away up the Hudson. Like those are the sort of the things that I, that I sort of do that I recommend. Um, nice. Yeah.
0: I totally agree. You know, like, um, yeah, when I hear people come to New York, they always want to go to like the big places, which is totally fine. You know, like you only have a certain amount of time. Of course, you want to see oh, the yeah. big places. Yeah. Um, but most people, from what I've seen, the, that come here, they only stay in Manhattan. Yeah. And yeah. to me, it's just like you're missing so much more. Yeah. You know, from all the different boroughs, like you said, you know, the Bronx, which um, I still need to explore more. I've, yeah. I've yeah. only been i've been to the zoo and i've been to the the botanical garden yeah um and i i there's actually i don't know if you know but there's a strip uh somewhere in the bronx where it's uh all italian restaurants and like very very good italian restaurants really I'm yeah and aware. it's yeah and it, i have to look it up um later but um it's supposed to, the food is much better supposedly than in little italy and uh in
1: chinatown oh interesting
0: yeah. So. I yeah, I there.
1: really know. I really only know the, like, whenever I, whenever I want like Jamaican food, like, yeah. I, like the Bronx is a good spot to sort of get that stuff. Um That's good. But I had I had no idea that you know, there's well I know well, I mean obviously Italians immigrated, um, they first immigrated to the Bronx, mm-hmm. and mm. then um, there's so there's a huge Italian population. Hmm. They didn't um, even know that, in the Bronx? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, like, it started off, like, in, like, East Harlem and the Bronx were predominantly Italian mm. um, back in the day. And then, <clears throat> and then Puerto Ricans, and then uh, started immigrating here, uh, Jamaicans. So then, when I li- when I grew up, East Harlem was in a state where it was predominantly Jamaican and Puerto Rican. Mm. Um so, and then, like, there are a lot of, like, like remnants of Italian places that are in the Bronx and that are in East Harlem. Um A lot of, it it's really cool. There's a huge, like, there's a lot of history to, to it.
0: I think that's the one really cool thing, too, I would love to learn, is the kind of the history of New York City and, like, the boroughs and, like, you know, Um, What's cool about, you know, like New York City itself is just like all, you know, all the people that immigrated here and the different cultures and and where they're at in the different neighborhoods. Uh,
1: That's, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 Like also Queens, like Queens is another world. Exactly. Flushing. Exactly. If you just want to go, like, if you want to expand your palate, like Queens is, is legit another world. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like Queens, like Astoria is like where a lot of the uh, Colombians live, where they're mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. And then like Fleshing Area is like the even better Chinese food, you yeah. know, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's so yeah. far out there. Not many yeah. people know about it, but yeah, yeah it's that's, that's why I say to people is like, you should definitely <laughs> go to the bigger spots, but there are so
1: many other spots in the different boroughs that, yeah. Yeah. you know, you should definitely go to. Russell, we have to go to the Jollibee that just opened up in Port Authority. No way! There was there's a Jollibee in Port Authority. Yeah, it just opened up last week, so we have to we have to go. We, yes. We need to, we need to we need to eat that. Oh, I've, I've eaten Jollibee before. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because <laughs> there because uh, there, there are some in uh, Southern California, so I've eaten there. Yeah but... yeah. Yeah, I love this it. This is the I love first time New, York, New Yorkers are gonna get exposure to probably the best fried chicken that you're ever gonna have. <laughs> yeah, that's some, a bold statement, but that yeah. that is very bold
0: because there is a lot of good uh, fried chicken. But I, I do love Jolly Jollibee for sure. I love yeah. the um, the spaghetti. The spaghetti with the banana yeah. ketchup. Yeah, like
1: Filipinos, were so we're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> We love, ketchup? Yeah, we love the spaghetti with the banana ketchup with the hot dogs. Yeah. And then fried chicken. And then of course a side of rice with your spaghetti. <laughs> I love it. I, love I think it's it. a good I think it's a good combination. I, oh, yeah. I eat that I, stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I love it too. Yeah. I just it's it's gonna be cool to see the rest of New York City, yeah. midtown New York City get exposure to that.
0: Oh yeah. When did it open? I think last Monday. Wow. So it was very new. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. how Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But we definitely got to go, man. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I, like I said, I love Jollibee, So I, I haven't been to Jollibee's for like, I would say eight years now. So it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Thank you for, you know, um, uh, you know, showing us kind of the viewpoint of New York. I'm always interested to hear, you know, people's different viewpoints. And you know, um, to be honest, and you know, it's kind of funny though, is like most people I meet, they're not from New York. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a rarity that I find someone that's from New York, but it's just like it's not as common as you think. You right. know, they're born and raised in New York.
1: Well, I mean, I guess my question for you it's it's what are what are the ways these days for like i can only imagine like if you are not from new york city and you just move here yeah you're gonna you're obviously gonna try to find ways to whether it be at work or a, a class of some sort to like find friends yeah and a lot of those friends will most likely also not be from new york right uh, so it's kind of hard i feel like it's there's a very low percentage chance of you to find someone from New York City at these places where people who aren't from New York City are trying to, you know, are trying to network and meet. Right. Um,
0: Right. Especially like when I first started, when I first came to New York, I went to a lot of meetups. Yeah.
1: And obviously you're not going to meet a lot of New York City people.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of, it's kind of funny in that sense, you know, cause when you go to different States, you know, it'll be like, Oh yeah, I live here or yeah, I'm here. Uh, you know, most people in, in uh, Portland you meet from Portland, they're from Portland. Um, besides all the Portlandia people now that, uh, people from California are moving because they saw the show. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, it's just like, it's very interesting when you move to New York, it's like a lot of people you meet, they're not actually from New York. They, they came here. Uh, You know, like five years ago or four years ago type of deal.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I, for me, if I were to move to another city, I guess my way of meeting people would be to like join a sports league or something like a basketball intramural. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would be my sort of bridge to just start meeting folks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm always interested on how people meet people when they move here. Yeah. And usually it's work. They just yeah. end up becoming really good friends with their work, with their coworkers. Right. Which I have my opinions on, but you have your opinions. Uh, like you shouldn't be friends with people at work. <laughs> oh, no, 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 because you and I are. But like, I think Uh-oh. you should absolutely. Yeah. I don't think that they should be your only friend group.
0: I agree. I totally agree on that. That they shouldn't be your only friends. Yes.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we could talk. We could talk hours and hours about that stuff. But. But yeah, that's more than welcome to come on to the next (laughs) podcast and talk about that.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much. Um, you know, for, like I said, uh, for telling us about New York and your perspective and about getting in photography and entrepreneurship. And that was really cool as well. And it's just amazing to, you know, um, see people, you know, do things outside of work. Um, even though I think everybody should do it, I feel like, you know, not as many people should do it as, you know, or as, as common. So, you know, I, I wanted to bring you on board because I wanted to showcase people, you know, that are listening that you can, you know, have these hobbies, you can have these other um, experiences and creativity moments and all of that um, as well. So thank you for coming on to the podcast.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, man, for inviting me. Awesome. Definitely. Um, so we're going to
0: end it with a, would you rather um, so I thought it'd be kind of cool, you know, just to shake it up a little bit, um, yeah, just to do end it. that. So, yeah, so I have a few questions lined up, so you'll be prepared for this. Let's go. Let's All right. Do it. Yeah. First one, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren?
1: Uh, meet my ancestors. Going and the why family. is that? Um, I'm a huge, advocate of just knowing your roots and, hmm. uh, and like knowing where you came from. And a lot of that stuff means a lot to me, um, specifically, like I'll, I'll ask my parents about like how they grew up and stories about them. So all the past memories mean a lot to me. It's, it's nice knowing how things came to be. I agree. I totally agree. I would also choose that as well. Um, uh, meet uh,
0: my ancestors too. I have a lot of questions for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, second one. Would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life?
1: Pause button. Mm, Why is that? Uh, I think this goes back to the discussion that we had earlier, that I think we should know when to take a break. Right. When to, you know, that it's okay to just be still. Right. Right. So, yeah, I would go with pause
0: button. You have an amazing life right now. Yeah. A time for reflection and
1: a time for just, like, chilling out is super important to me. Right. I agree. I agree.
0: Um, Would you feel worse if no one showed up to your wedding or to your funeral? I
1: would feel worse if no one showed up to my funeral. Yeah. I don't really have an elaborate explanation, but I feel like it'd be really sad if no one showed up at my funeral. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't think about that.
0: Okay, no worries, no worries. We can always leave it at that. You can always say yeah, later. later. Yeah. Or to dinner alone? Dinner alone. Dinner alone, okay, all right.
1: Yeah. I tell people a lot, You should, people should eat alone. I think it's okay, and you shouldn't be judged. That's true. Yeah, that is very true, yeah. It's okay to eat alone and people watch. That I do that a lot. I just did that at the at the at the place that we like. <laughs> right, exactly. At the pho place. Again, huge advocate for doing it. I think it's fun. I think it's therapeutic. And I think people should do it more often. Oh, nice. That
0: was a great answer. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks
1: a lot? Mm, stuck on the island alone.
0: Oh, this, really? goes, this
1: goes back to the dinner alone thing. Dinner alone. All right. This person has not shut up. Yeah, yeah. They don't shut up. What if I have to go to bed? No, they need to continue talking. What if I like? Can I go to the other side of the island? Sure, but it's gonna—it's a small island. Like so you, can, I can you, hear you them.
0: yeah, you'll still be able to hear them. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Can I have headphones? No, you don't have anything else. It's just you and the other yeah. person. Yeah, and I'd rather be stuck on the island alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'd actually go swim go swim yeah yeah, that, okay. <laughs> yeah. and not come back that's uh, funny risk my life than listen right, that, right. Life. that makes
0: a lot of sense would you rather be a little late or way too early
1: uh I'd rather be way too early yeah i I agree I'm, with you I like that with flights mm-hmm. I like that with um, like meeting, like anything, anytime that I don't know where it where is, or it's my first time going there, yeah. I usually try to get there way too early than usual. Yeah. yeah, I, I agree it's with you. That's always
0: safer. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, Would you rather be a part of an arranged marriage or spend your life as a single person?
1: A single person.
0: Mm, interesting. Yes. No. yes.
1: Uh, I, I, i like the idea. Yeah. It would just, I feel like if you're an arranged thing, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. And with, with the, you know, with the other option, you, there's a level of freedom, <laughs> right? That's totally true. I know what you mean. So yeah, I'd much Ooh. rather have more control of my own life. Nice.
0: That makes sense. Okay, two more. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or your love life be made public?
1: Uh, Hmm. Let's see here. That's a hard one, huh? Yeah. I would say my financial life. Mm. You're just gonna see a bunch of student loan bills. <laughs> right. So I'd rather have that go public. Yeah, yeah, same here. I'd be like,
0: "Hey, you want to see my student loans? You're gonna pay it off? Okay, cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I would like people to see the amount of pain <laughs> uh, that is student debt. is. <clears throat> yes.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay, last one. Would you rather spend 20 years in prison and be exonerated as innocent? Or be put away for four years, despite your innocence, and be considered guilty forever?
1: Man, that is a loaded question.
0: Yeah. So basically spend 20 years, but you're going to be uh, innocent. Or four years, but you're going to be considered guilty forever.
1: I'm considered guilty forever when I'm let out of prison? Yes. But, But despite you're still innocent, though. That's
0: what says you're still innocent. But people will... But people will
1: forever say you're guilty. Hmm. And do the 20 years of innocence stuck in prison. Yep. I'm going to go with the having people thinking I'm guilty. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because it's four years, right? Four years, and I think there's a level of worth in terms of trying to change people's mind about me. I would try to I would try very I would spend the, the better part like the rest of my life just trying to right. convince, I don't know this is tough yeah
0: no I I, I I agree with you on that I'm looking at that now I mean yeah like uh, if people think you're guilty I mean I think I think um, it depends on if you I guess if you like, uh, trust in yourself because you know, you're innocent and does that all, does, does that matter? Is that, does that matter just only you knowing that you're innocent? Do you right. have to have the uh,
1: approval of others to tell right. you that you're innocent type of deal? Right. right, right, right. That's why, you know, I think all my answers are sort of, they're following the same theme of just like being able to have control of right. like, my own. Life. Right. Uh that's why the you know the dinner alone, the staying on the island alone. Yeah, I think I'd rather do the four years, have people think I'm something that I'm not, right. and try to spend the rest of my life the way knowing that who I am and yeah, I think I think that's fine. Great, nice, nice,
0: nice. So those are all great, great answers. Um, so yeah, thank you for doing that. Um we're gonna leave a, a small section for you to kind of say whatever you want to say, you can say whatever and also leave your, you know, social media accounts and your websites as well. I'll also link it um uh, <laughs> in the blog post as well. So I'll have all those links. And then uh whenever we post on YouTube as well, I'll have all the links too. But yeah. Whatever yeah. you want to say.
1: Yeah. Um so I have my online portfolio at Lawrencecruz.photos. Uh so please visit, um, take a look at my stuff. Um it's okay if you don't like any of it. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to know that I tried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, feel free to go visit there. Um, look at my portfolio. Uh, contact me if uh, if you want to do a shoot. Um, I'm pretty flexible uh, with booking photo with booking uh, photo shoots. Um, and yeah, uh, and also go vote tomorrow. No. Oh, yes. Election. Very important. Yeah. Uh, go vote. Um, super important. I think specifically in these times, like voting is um, you, you're going to make a huge impact. My Instagrams, mm-hmm. I forget I have the Instagrams, which is also yeah. on my website, um, okay. but you can follow me at Lawrence Great. dot um, photos. You can sort of uh, that's at Lawrence dot photos. Nice. Um, and that's basically my online Instagram portfolio. Um, I'm pretty active on that, so feel free to follow me there. Yeah. Great.
0: Thank you again. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. It was a pleasure having you.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Russell. And we got to go eat at Bee soon. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, this is signing out on the podcast. See you all, all later. Night.